the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you so much for joining us on Take 10. We come to you every week with a look at an issue that affects the mental health and well-being of caregivers everywhere. I'm Ron Aaron. Our guest hosts on this show, our co-hosts are Carol Zerniel, Executive Director of the WellMed Charitable Foundation, past chair of the Board of Directors of the National Council on Aging. She'd been a member of the Ray's Family Caregiving Advisory Council and has a master's degree in social gerontology and more than 25 years experience in the field of aging and caregiving. And our second co-host, Dr. Jamie Heisman. Dr. Heisman is Chief Compassion Officer for Project Omega for WellMed Medical Management. He is the Chief Compassion Officer who brings that special brand of connective magic to the patient teleconnection platform. And he can explain what that means. He's a well-known psychotherapist, specialist in caregiving and addictions as well. And Carol, you've got a great topic to kick this off, something about crossroads. Right. Well, you know, all of us as caregivers, we reach a crossroads. We reach a point where we've got to make a decision, go right, go left, place our loved one, not place the loved one, talk to our family members, keep quiet. So Jamie, when we feel like we're at a crossroads and we need to turn right or left and don't know which way to go. How do we go about navigating these inflection points where key decisions have to be made? Well, you know, Carol, it's not just caregiving, right? We take care of many and this is what the show is all about. But these key decisions that we need to make in life are something that we have to put something in the bank for. Remember, we always talk about health and wellness of ourselves and take your oxygen first. If you've got stuff in the resiliency bank account, because to make up these decisions, which are going to happen throughout caregiving, certainly, but throughout our lifetime, you're going to be a lot better off. At the end of the day, these thoughts and these things we feel so alone with and the toolbox that we have to have with us, the toolbox to reach into is so critical because those decisions are so critical. They could change our life and the life of our loved ones. So you talk about um, having money in the bank. Uh, what if we don't feel like we can tap into it? How do we get in touch with the, you know, the, the right or the wrong choice, the choice that feels the best? How do we get in touch with that? Well, it's our bodies. That's a pretty simple deal, right? I'm a trauma therapist. And our bodies really do tell us, our guts. Whenever I speak to caregivers, I always ask them, when was the last gut decision you've ever made? And, um, you know, they raise their hands and they'll tell me. But at the end of the day, often they're listening to people, too many people, people around them, the voices in their heads that have always told them that they didn't do the right thing or shame based people around them who have agendas. Listen, it has to be our gut, our gut. And we're in touch with our bodies is where it's at. You know, I always talk to my daughter about the concept of gaslighting. 
Gaslighting is what we hear from so many different people with so many different agendas. And the definition of gaslighting basically is things that are said that are about 5 or 10% true and 90% totally false. When we listen to other people and other people's words, if they're not licensed, credentialed, and have been in this world, often we're going to go with the next person that bought us lunch. So why the resiliency of things like a toolbox is needed is because it comes to our gut, it comes back to ourselves, and we are the only ones in our body that can make these proper decisions. I want to say, Dr. Jamie, you don't get much training on decision-making, although you make decisions through your entire life. You're How right, do you learn it? Well, here's the deal. It, it, to be reactive is something we can do quite well. It's when we're not feeling well, we have one leg up, we're not two legs on the ground. We react to everything. To Carol's point, we make decisions precipitously, often to the wrong decision. The toolbox that I talk about that will bring our gut back is multi-pronged. Uh, one is obviously have yourself a solid clinical social worker, geriatric care manager, somebody who's done this in a safe, calm, quiet room. So you can articulate and get in touch with the feelings, the quandary, the goods and the bads of the situation. The other thing that you desperately need is to have a group like, you know, Caregiver SOS, where you have a support group for people that you can bounce these ideas off of. So you're not making this in a vacuum. And finally, you're, as I often say, your emotional regulation, taking care of yourself, not being reactive, doing things like breath work, Pilates yoga, walking, dancing, things that really jazz you up and regulate you allows you to be proactive, not reactive. These are all tools that we're going to need desperately as we make decisions in caregiving and in our lives. We'll flip to Carol in a moment, but if you just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Dr. Jamie Heisman and Carol Zerniel. Carol, you're up. Well, Jamie, what if, all right, let's say I decide it's time to rally the troops. It's time to call in the family for a family meeting or whatever the decision is. What if I'm afraid? (laughs) I know it's the right decision, but now I'm afraid to act now that I've made my decision uh, because I don't I don't like the next steps. No, the next steps are often difficult, but that's exactly why you're calling the meeting, because it should not be you or should not be the caregiver. Let's face it. As I say, caregivers do not be, need to be Rambo and run in and put the cape on and do the whole thing. You know, when you get to the point that you just described, Carol, which is to invite the group in, I'd love the caregiver to keep an open mind. I would love the caregiver then to discern the criteria, the people around the group that they're bringing in, that they have their loved one's best interests at heart and not some ulterior motive. They need to be like quarterbacks, if you will. How well, how calm, what the resources around them are, bring the social worker and then sit back and with an open mind and have the discussion without quite making that reactive decision. So it's a critical thing to make a decision, a critical decision, but you got to have really support and a toolbox to do it. I want to come back to something you said because you jumped right over it. You said, bring the social worker in. What do you mean? Well, probably I should have brought the social worker long before. Let's face it. As I said, developing that bank account, that resilience, the social worker will see life through what we call, you know, genograms. They'll see the whole big picture, all the family members' roles. They'll see the mind, the body, the spirit. They'll also know the resources and how people adjust to resources as well as the programs, let's say, if a decision is entailing residential group or something like that. So a social worker's license, credential, has done this before, can take other people on that journey 
and have a guide. You need not make a decision in a vacuum. You need not to be alone. This is the time to open your mind and, uh, and ask for help. Well, and, and one thing, if you spend time with social workers, which I am not, um, is you, you realize how non-judgmental they are. Um, you know, whereas me in a regular situation might go, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that. A social worker will go, hmm, and just <laughs> acknowledge that something was said so, so that, you know, you don't uh, trigger any responses. And, and I find that that helpful in my caregiving situations to sometimes play the, the social worker game where I don't really make a, any visible response uh, to some really maybe outlandish uh, remarks that are going on. What you described, Carol, is therapeutic safety. A non-judgmental licensed clinician who has seen and heard this all and is still engaged and meets you halfway. It's a wonderful place. It's a calm sort of therapeutic place, but we need that place, at least before we make critical decisions that entail our loved one's lives and, of course, our own. Does the selection of who that social worker or a case manager, is that also controversial? You've got a family involved. They may not like that person, or maybe they want somebody else. Yeah, for our autonomic safety, Ron, which is kind of how our fight, flight, freeze is, I would take somebody, let's say, either it's EAP if you're in your organization, but certainly go to psychology today, put your zip code in, and have everybody in the family that's going to sit and listen vet that particular person. So their autonomic systems or their safety is is fine. So going in, everybody has a piece of the decision-making. And then once you're in, everybody has an open mind to be able to discuss that important critical decision. It would be nice to be able to do that before you got to that decision point. Absolutely. And to have that in your bank that you are not reactive, but you're proactive because you've taken care of yourself and not do it in a toxic environment where people are bullying you, pushing you around or have other agendas. You get the last word, Dr. Jamie. Thank you. Thank you to Carol Zerniel, Dr. Jamie Heisman. I'm Ron Aaron. Appreciate you joining us on Take 10. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.